Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land, wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm quite well. I'm quite well. I'm still amused every time by that uh, long introduction that you give me. You I, know, it's just, <laughs> I mean, it's great. I, I, I appreciate it, but it is uh, very, you know, long. I, I know. I know. I, I love it, though, because you know what? I Down the road in like two years... I want to hold an event where we have enough listeners to where when I do the intro like that and we do a live studio thing that in the background, everyone will actually say it all at the same time. And they'll be like chairman of the, and there's hundreds of people, chairman of the building materials, projectile staging and logistics committee. Like just to hear a bunch of people say that is just going to be very like it's, it's all going to be worth it at that point. Wow. You are truly suffering delusions of grandeur. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) The the odds of that happening are are, are pretty low. I would say, I mean, the show might get popular, but I don't think, look, it's not like the middle of a U2 concert, dude. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's not like a hundred thousand people are going to be singing along with where the streets have no name. You know? What are you talking about? This whole this totally going to be a thing. There's a, chance. There's, a, it's, there's a chance. There's a chance. Is there a chance? Oh God. Is there a chance? Is there a chance? No. I, I, I will go with no. I there's will. a chance. There's absolutely a chance. Look, happening. I've heard that literally every week now for the past, I don't know, 20 weeks, and I can't. Chairman of the Building Materials. Oh, hang on. I might be able to say some of it. Chairman of the Building Materials, projectiles. And, and I wrote the fucking thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you remember it all. So, yeah, I don't think that our, our listeners, uh, you know, all, uh, you know, but 32 of our subscribers are going to be in the room chanting. We have a new one, though. Jim Leggett is a new one. He is the curbside switcheroo uh, good, level. Good to hear from you, brother. Yes. Yeah. Um, and thank you very much, Jim, by the way. It, so I wanted to give a little story of how we got Jim. So I had I was going to I had an appointment with a, with a company for uh, cleaning. Okay. But I got there stupid early. Like, I was a half hour early. Yeah, you do that. I do You that. did that to me today. You know what it is? I just don't, like, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't, I'm, my, my fear of being late is so extreme that I end up going there super early because I, I end up being prepared, right? Right. So, I get there early, but what I did was I wrote something that I was going to start sending out because I'm like, you know, I don't really, I don't do my job enough in promoting the show. Right. At least to gain more listeners, because don't get me wrong. Part of this is just we enjoy doing the show and we do the show and we put it out there for people, you know, but if we're not, we're not doing it in order to be. From my perspective, this is therapy. Yes. Yes. It's <laughs> very know? therapeutic. Very lethargic. Right. Or That's the only reason I do it to get this shit off my chest. Yes. Yes. So, but I, we should promote a little bit more. So I took the, me- I t- and I get messages from people all the time for stuff. Right. So I took and I made a simple message. And anybody that ever messaged me or lately has messaged me, I've messaged them back this message, which was like, you know, uh, tune into the show to listen to hour one and the link to the podcast, to the Podbean, right? Which is free. Right. Yes. Yeah, and then I'm like, if you want to do, if you want to listen to the second hour, here's the Patreon page. Right. And I sent that to all these people. That was a great idea, spammer. 
<laughs> I did it simply to people that have ever messaged me. At least I started that way. Right. So I'm sitting at this place. I'm sitting in front of this office and I'm just messaging one after another, after another, after another, after another, just messaging, you know, and then somebody sent me something back. This one guy, and I don't remember the guy's name at this point, but I, I do. <laughs> you want me to say, say his it? name? You can say it. I, what is it? Robert King. Robert King. Yeah. Okay. So he sent something back. Don't because he might actually be pissed off listening right now. I doubt it. Oh, I hope so. Oh, he could be. He could be. Like, oh, whoa, he did get the yeah. link. Yeah, and if if uh, <laughs> if you are listening, Robert, yeah, we're talking about you. Mm. <laughs> what yes. are you going to do about it? Make you famous, buddy. Right. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't don't talk about me ever either. Good. Okay, okay, so yeah. <laughs> so finish the story. So this guy sends a message saying basic, and I'm in a good mood by the way. Like I'm not in a bad mood or anything like that. Right. So he sends a message. You know, don't don't spam me ever. I'm like, okay, dude, my bad. That, my bad. No, I don't think you understand like how bad this is. Like, and so I, and I kept saying like, I'm, and again, I'm in a good mood. I'm not, I'm like, I'm sorry. I won't, I won't spam anything again. I'm sorry about that. You know, I don't think you understand the seriousness of the situation or something <laughs> right. like that. <laughs> and I'm like, and again, these aren't exact words that he said, but it right. was along the lines of like, I, you know, I'm a very important person and you don't just spam me things. I don't accept friends that are just going to spam me things. And I'm like, this guy, by the way, once a year will send me a happy birthday. Right. Again, you're spamming me once a year. I didn't tell you to send me a fucking happy birthday, <laughs> but you did. And you did. Which, hang on a second. The reason that people do that is purely for networking. Yes. You know? Yeah. So I respond back. To, and here's the thing. I only responded to people that have ever messaged me. Right. who I was doing with. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm going to do it to everyone now. Right. But <laughs> you know, you get an angry reaction and it's good so show material. This guy, this guy sends something back and it's a long diatribe. Like this not, now it's taking time. Right. Now he's putting effort into this. Yeah, so I send something back with effort. I'm like, dude, you need to get over yourself. Like seriously. Like, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even mad about this, but seriously, like, I'm, do you want me to defriend you? Is that what it is? Right. And so I look and he already defriended me. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So I sent this long diatribe and then blocked him. I gave him enough time to read it and then blocked his ass. <laughs> Cause I'm like, fuck you. I'm not getting, I'm not fucking with this man. Like here's the thing. I get people send me dumb shit all the time. Right. And if I don't like it, then I'll just delete it. And if they, if they, if they annoy me, then I'll just unfriend them. Like what the fuck is your problem? Like it's fucking Facebook. Right. It's, it's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Like again, and if you said don't do it again, then I wouldn't do it again. Right. But like, you don't need to like. It's well, not a. It's not a fucking. Look, here's the thing. You are a spammer, no doubt about it. <laughs> you are a total spammer. And if you don't want to get spammed, never give Alex like your your Facebook account, your email. Don't friend him. Don't follow him. Just don't ever do it. Okay. <laughs> and so I'm telling you, don't get on our list. <laughs> You're telling people not to get on our right, list. Right, because it's just a bad idea. So don't do it, okay? Jesus Send Christ. us money, but don't sign up for anything else, okay? Like sign up for the Patreon. Yeah, sign up for the Patreon, but don't get on any of his other lists, you know? Um, but Because I don't move the ones out of Patreon. By the same token, you know, it's like, it's a message on Facebook. I have like 13,812 unread messages on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Just ignore it if you don't want to deal with it. Yeah. You know, who cares? Yeah, you know, well, and here's the thing: if you wanted to friend me and then block me or whatever, right. go ahead and do it. I don't care. I'm yeah. not going to get mad at you. Like I, I'm not mad at you, but like, the, like I, what I don't get is like, I get messages like that all the time. So if I send right. one out, like, fuck off. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have to. You, and if you tell me not to do it anymore, I won't do it again. You know what I think it is? Is that people have the um, messenger app on their phone? Yeah. 
which I don't have Facebook on my phone. So it's like, I don't care. You know, I log on once or twice a month to Facebook and look at, you know, now I've got more messages that I'm not going to read. <laughs> I never read those friggin' instant messages. I wish there was a way to delete them all. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think, I don't know if there is or not, but yeah, I just, you know, ignore that part. Yeah. But the point is, is all those people that have messengers on their phone, I think it pops up like a text. So it's, oh yeah, it does all the time. Oh, does it really? Oh yeah. I have a messenger on my phone. It's a lot more invasive then. Yeah. But it's, it's a message on messenger. Look, I get mad. Ignore it then. I get mad when family members text me. You know, so I get I get this guy being upset. But to invest that much time into going back and forth with you, especially when I'm acknowledging, you know, going, okay, my bad. It's like uh, that dude sent me spam block. Yeah, you know. And then he was like, I don't like this. I'm like, well, and I said, I think to each their own. He's like, no, it's not to each their own. It's to, you don't understand. You don't understand what I'm saying here. Well, you know, you, he, know he, you don't see how important I am on Facebook. Look at my picture. <laughs> I have a suit and tie on. <laughs> yeah, I know. like fuck you, you dweeb <laughs> motherfucker, man. Right. Like seriously, like again. I won't send you anything again, but at the same time, like you're acting like I fucking banged your wife or something. Well, here's the thing. You know, people are just out of their minds right now. People, everybody right now, everybody is emotionally disturbed Well, that's to true. some degree or another. No, I no, mean, it's true. really true. I mean, this year has, has caused a lot of people, I, myself, I was pissed off as hell yesterday yeah, you were. for no reason. Um, you know, I just, yeah, just hold angry. on. Was that just, no, there was no reason for it. No, no good reason. Oh, okay. you know, I, I mean, not anything. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm tired of workers in my house, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, I, I think the thing that set it off this morning is, uh, you know, they were rinsing out paint in my front, um, landscape area again. It's like, they keep doing that. It's like, I keep telling, I took the hose off there and they put the hose back on. I say, go in the back and rinse out the paint. You know, it's fine. I don't care in the backyard, but you know, these planters, it's like, I've got stuff in here that I just, they're planters. I don't want big white stains of drywall mud and stuff like that. You yeah, know, I, yeah, I don't yeah. want you poisoning the plants there. Go do it in the back corner of the yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So anyway, I think that's what started it. But uh, yeah, from there it was just downhill. I'm just ready. I was ready to kill people yesterday. Nice. I bit your damn head off. Yeah, and I know? just called. Yeah, well, th- th- that's what I'm saying. Don't call me. Don't text me. You're a fucking <laughs> spammer. It pisses me off. I didn't even talk to you until <laughs> fucking Friday. I well, actually, no, I talked to you earlier in that week too, though, because I wanted you to text that guy. I wanted you to message, or you wanted to message that guy, and then you decided against it. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, I did. I, t- I really I, wish you wouldn't have. I really well, wish you wouldn't. Why am I going to engage with some stranger? You know what the fuck do I care? Yeah, but you do it all the time on Facebook anyway. No, like, not you anymore. Engage I haven't people. done that in months. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've you know, I go on Facebook once a month. I comment and then I leave. I don't even <laughs> I don't even stick around to read what people say about it. <laughs> I'm just like, boom, I'm out. <laughs> and it's only if I have something to say, and which is, uh, you know, more and more I have less and less to say on Facebook because I say it here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, you do say, like, you put the one thing about the guy pissing in the water and then... Oh, yeah, the little parable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that just kind of popped in my head. That was kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, but it is crazy how, you know, and it's the, it's the media that's doing it. You know, it, it, I think that so much of this is just blown so far out of proportion. I'll give you a perfect example. This morning, right, mm-hmm. um, my wife and I were sitting in the living room. Um, you know, I, I, she woke up before me because she was getting ready to go to work, get my coffee, go to sit down with her, chitty chat a little bit. We do coffee talk in the morning, you know. Oh, kinda. that's nice. Yeah. I like that. And so she's got the Food Network on and I'm like, I, I, I don't care how, you know, this chick makes her garlic green beans, you know. Uh, so I flip it over. I'm scrolling through and I, I, I land on MSNBC briefly. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, that's no worse than any of the others. I mean, their bent is just different. Well, they might be. They're probably a little worse than the others. So it's a live shot. 
of the FedEx Center in uh, in uh, Memphis, right? Okay, mm-hmm. and it's a reporter outside, and they're talking about the um, the Pfizer vaccine doses are beginning to ship, right? Yeah, because they just appro- they just, they just approved them. So um, the reporter is like, uh, "Yeah, we're uh, it, it's quiet here now, but we're expecting a, a beehive of activity later as the Pfizer doses start." coming in through the distribution channels and go out to all the places and you know um so and and the reporter actually said if your if your christmas package is delayed don't be upset uh because it's you know the the priority is getting these vaccines out okay and i thought what so i like i tend to do i fact check the media i wanted to do a little math on this so the first thing i looked up is well how how large is the Pfizer, uh, the Pfizer uh, COVID vaccine dose. Well, it's 0.3 milliliters. So that means that there's 3,000 milliliters, 3,000 doses in a single liter. And for those of you who don't know the metric system, picture a two liter bottle, half of that. Or a two liter bottle, 6,000 doses fit in a two liter bottle. Okay, so there's 8.5 liters per a standard case. Okay, like picture a case of beer. All right. Well, you can fit 8.5 liters. That's 25.5 thousand doses in the equivalent of a case of beer. Okay. Um, There are 56 cases that you can fit on a single pallet. So one pallet, picture a pallet. Okay. You know, like four feet by four feet by four feet. Okay. Um, One pallet can hold 1.43 million doses of the vaccine. So if there's 330 million Americans of the latest census estimates, that means we need a total of 23 pallets of vaccine to dose every single man, woman, and child in America, which would fit on a single 48-foot tractor-trailer truck with room to spare. So hang on a second. So this is MSNBC, the news of record, standing in front of... The FedEx main terminal in Memphis, where all their traffic, that's their hub, man. All the traffic goes through Memphis, right? Standing there saying, we're expecting a beehive of activity. And this is going to slow down all shipping for less than a single tractor trailer worth of goods. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Doesn't that Pfizer dose have to be refrigerated? Yeah. Well, then how the fuck is FedEx doing it? Well, yeah, I'm sure they have refrigerated trucks. Yeah, yeah, but okay, so that's separate than the normal fucking channels then. Right. Then why is the other packages <laughs> going to be stopped? Well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I mean, don't get wrong. I know you have probably taken a different angle on it, but. Well, that's true too. I didn't even think about the refrigeration requirements, but yeah, I'm sure you can ship something completely refrigerated via It's FedEx. just a different channel altogether. It may or may not be. It may just be refrigerated boxes. You don't put boxes. packages that don't need to be refrigerated with packages that need to be refrigerated. It doesn't matter. I don't care if they have to wrap them in gold leaf individually. It's less than a tractor trailer worth of goods. Yeah. Do you know how how insignificant a tractor trailer is? But to they FedEx? don't have three hundred million doses anyway. Thousands of them every hour. Yeah, but they don't even have three hundred million doses anyway. Well, I know, but that's the point. The media, right there. If you didn't like critically think about it, if you didn't fact check the media, literally, the media set up a scenario where. Like FedEx is doing nothing right now. They've stopped all shipments. 
throughout the country just for the vaccines because there's so many there's such massive quantities of vaccines which there are a lot of quantities but you know a a million of them fit on a pallet you know right and it's things like that that just make me think that i'm fucking insane it's all all the time it's all theater it's everything is theater it's all the work and it's why that i can't even fault people who you know at this point think everything is a hoax because <laughs> everything's a hoax. It's not, but but it is. It's so hyperbolic and so sensationalized and so ridiculously blown out of proportion, or not put in the proper context, or irrational. It's like it's like it's all everything is like this. You know what it's like? It's like reality TV has taken over. Well, it, it's that's why I think we live in a simulation, and and right now they're just fucking with us. They're just tweaking shit, you know. We are one big game of SimCity played by a 13-year-old. <laughs> I think it, you're giving us a little too much credit there. I doubt. It's that's got to be younger than 13. That's, that's reality. Or that person's high on something. <laughs> yeah. He's high on mescaline. Uh, no, no I, it's an I, insane just, world, dude. It's an insane it world. It truly is. Yeah. And it's and when you listen, again, it's insane in so many different areas. Right. Again, every day I'm watching this stuff, and I'm more and more I'm like, man, I feel like... Am I, is there something I'm missing? I keep having to double check myself all the time. Like whenever I think something, I'm like, man, am I wrong in thinking this? But you know, you, you just, you know, like I went out and I had cigars last night with my brother-in-law and we're just talking right. about stuff. And it's just, look, he's like, I don't even think the COVID thing's real. He's like, I don't even think it's real. Yeah. Yeah. And I can, he's it, like, I don't know anybody look, that has it. I don't, I mean, you know, it was like, oh, and I understand that fully. Yeah. I understand. Here's the thing. It is real, but it's not, <laughs> it's not nearly as real as Everybody on the planet is trying to make it. Yeah. You know, it's not as real as the media is trying to make it. Look, I I read an article, okay, and it was about this uh, ER doctor, okay, who is like, uh, apparently he got fired because he was blowing the whistle. And we're going to talk more about COVID whistleblowers here yeah. in a minute. But he was blowing the whistle because his hospital ER was might have a shortage of ICU beds if it kept going the way it was going. And, you know, he was out there like, you know, basically he was going around his his hospital's PR department and talking directly to the media and making it sound like this was this big crisis where it really wasn't, right? Yeah. Um, And when he went on to justify it, he said, well, now we know this is a major crisis because just yesterday, my daughter's friend's father died he had to go three degrees of kevin fucking bacon in order to talk about someone that's died from covid like now it really hits home because my daughter's friend's father died right you you know what i'm saying you're an er fucking doctor that's the closest covid death you have to tell a story about yeah you know if that's the I can guarantee you I can get three degrees of separation and find someone who died from, I don't know, a shark attack. The bubonic plague. Right, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's that kind of ridiculous. No, it's constant. And it's all over the place. And these people, act, they have this. And the other thing is this. They have this almost like sick, sick, twisted moral justification for their behavior, too, that somehow you're the bad guy for not being as scared as they are. Right. And they're, well, you're just not worried about death. And you're not worried about, like, do you know what other people, people die from shit all the time. And to be honest with you, I am concerned about people dying. 
Right. Oh, yeah, I, I of am. course, of course. But I'm concerned about the suicides as well, the depression that you're doing, the economic kind of damage that's being done to people, that they're not, that, that businesses that are lost and the people that will kill themselves because you destroyed their life savings of something that has a 1% fucking kill rate, you fucking assholes. I'm concerned about guys like Hector who was painting my walls yesterday and I damn near shot that motherfucker just because I was pissed off in general. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Hector's life is in danger, not because of COVID, because I'm fucking all pissed off about it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Hector. Hector didn't speak English very well. There was a lot of gesturing and, you know, speaking very loudly and slowly as if that would help. Yeah. Like, that doesn't help at all, though. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even, it's not but even I, close to I, I totally found myself doing the middle class white person Spanish, you know. <laughs> like the male version of Karen. Do you see the strip here? Where's your manager? <laughs> all right. All right. Hold on. Let's get into the first whistleblower, by the way, okay. because you don't know where to go on this one. You don't know which way to go. I, I don't. I, you, I, you didn't. I, well, I do. And everybody's a fucking idiot. All right. So get into this. Okay. So there was a woman that was working in the state of Florida. Right. For the Department of Health. For the Department of Health. That was fired. Now, she says she was fired. Now, she was a, a, a little bit more than this. Okay. She was the one who was uh, basically doing the website for the COVID data. Okay. It's that woman. Okay. okay. So, you've probably heard about it. It's, it's made national news now. It's a big deal. Um, so, apparently, there was a disagreement on how to put the data out or what data to put out and what format and so on and so forth. So, she gets fired because, you know, she's, you know, basically going against the authority on how the data should be put out. Okay. They called it insubordination. She right. wasn't in charge of what data to put up there. She was just in charge of putting the data up there that she was told to put up there. She disagreed with that. Right. And so instead of doing as she was told, she wasn't going to do that. And she was fired because of it. Right. Yeah. She claims that they were trying to hide the data. Which they may have been. Which, But here's the thing. She's still not in charge of that, though. I mean, I've seen all the data now, and I'm, I can't imagine why you would want to hide it. Yeah, you know, so it's not like it, it's not like it's any type of damning data. But they might have wanted to present it in a different way, and they might have had a political angle for doing it. It's possible. You know? but, so, it, but here's the thing, though: it doesn't matter. She still works for someone that's writing her check. They're telling her what to do. You either you either do it or you don't do it. And if you right. don't do it, then you should quit. Right. But instead of quitting, she said, "I'm not going to do it." But at the same time, I'm going to still collect my paycheck. And they said, "Well, no, you're not. You're fired." Right. Yeah. And uh, so and she sounded like a tough, difficult woman to deal with anyway. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. I've, I've heard her speaking and, and seen a little of her background. And there's no doubt that she's a my way or the highway type, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But she's also got that crazy type of, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's she, definitely problems. Yeah. She she is like kind of like uh, a lot of people I, I see like the Trumpsters, like they're going to make up their own reality no matter what. You know what I'm saying? And she felt that moral justification of what yes, she was doing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so anyway, so she uh, definitely wasn't a Trumpster, though. I mean, she no, didn't. no, no. But I'm saying I, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of Trumpsters that have that same characteristic. You know, it doesn't matter. I'm on the moral high ground, like you said. Yeah, it's yeah. a righteous indignation about the whole yes, thing. You know, yes, that sort of thing. Exactly. Um, so uh, and I also read a thing that she was like arrested for stalking a boyfriend in college or something like that. You know? I didn't know that. She did seem like a stalkerish ex-girlfriend. Type she might too. burn your bunny. Yeah, she might burn she, your bunny. She did seem a little burn your bunny. But by the same token, she could be 100 percent right. And it could be that, you know, DeSantis was trying to, to bury data. You know, yeah, I, I'm not choosing a side in this. I'm just giving my observations. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so what happened? She gets fired. So now she goes back using her credentials that, you know, now she shouldn't be using. 
Um, and again, part of it is the state's fault because if you fire someone and then you don't, you know, delete their credentials or, or disable their accounts or whatever, you know, yeah. block their, prevent them from reaccessing the system, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? Um, so she gets back in the system, sends everyone a message about how she was fired and because, the, the, you know, the government is, is falsifying the data and all this stuff and, and you know. So then uh, after that, they obviously she embarrasses DeSantis. She embarrasses the state. Um, she, you know, as a whistleblower, basically, it's questionable how much of whistleblowing it really is or not. Um, so they're going to come out and they're going to arrest her. Right. For accessing a government, you know, uh, uh, computer systems without authorization. Yeah. Because once she was fired, she no longer had authorization to do it, even though they were at fault for doing that. So they send some uh, cops over. Well, first they, they go over and knock on her door nice. And they hear she's home, but she doesn't answer the door. Then they call her up and say, hey, we're here. We've got a search warrant. You know, come on, please let us in. And she refused to let them in. And so they go back and pound on the door harder and say, search warrant, say it a bunch of times. And eventually they're pounding hard enough. She comes to the door. They arrest her. Okay. And one cop, uh, I, I, and this is from the body cam video, one cop did have his gun drawn, you know, and it was kind of like a, a halfway thing. It wasn't really pointed. It was at the, re it was at the it was ready. It was at the ready. Exactly. Low ready. Yeah. Low ready. Exactly. It was low ready. Um, so, uh, you know, he's doing that and, and they uh, were, the, the cops were annoyed. They were annoyed, but they were not aggressive. I wouldn't say no, they're no, not aggressive, they, but here's the thing. They kept having knock and knock and knock yeah, and knock and knock. Exactly. They were ready to break the door down because they had a sledgehammer. They had a sledgehammer. They were going to break were, the door down if, yeah. if she didn't eventually answer. Yeah. No doubt about it. And she finally answered. Um, so anyway, so they're, uh, you know, she's saying they raided my home. They pointed guns at my kids and you know, look, I, it wasn't that. It, it was nothing like what she was saying. But by the same token, I think it could be classified as a raid. Now, here's what DeSantis has said about that. Should I play that clip now? Here's the thing. Hold on real you quick. You want to set it up some more? Go oh, ahead. No, no, no. I want to say this. It wasn't really a raid. They were serving a search warrant. Like, there's a difference between the two. Yeah. I, like, a raid indicates, like, the, 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 when you hear the word raid. Yeah. Like, you don't call a person up and try to get them to answer the door if you're raiding a home. And, you know, that's not true because uh, they also classify when the uh, IRS goes in and clears out a business. And that's classified as a raid. They tell everyone they don't go in there with guns drawn necessarily, but they go in there and they say, you know, everybody stop what you're doing. Stand up, back away from your desks. We're going to take your files. We're going to take your computers. That's considered a raid, too. I mean, I, here's the you thing. Know, I so think that I, they, here's the thing. It's, though. They it is semantics. A, they served yeah. a search warrant. The media is using the word raid to give you an indication. And I would say that that using the word raid and look, DeSantis says in the clip, that's editorializing this. Well, let's let's play the clip. Let's Let, play the clip. Yeah. Here's DeSantis is questioned about this. Let. I didn't know what they were going to. It's not a raid. I mean, I, with all due respect, um, what you just said is editorializing. They sir, excuse me, excuse me. No, excuse me. I'm not going to let you get away with it. These people did their jobs. They've been smeared as the Gestapo for doing their jobs. They did a search warrant. Why did they do a search warrant on the house? Because her IP address was linked to the felony. What were they supposed to do? Just ignore it? Of course not. They went, they followed protocol. We actually have video from the Tallahassee PD showing that they were very respectful. She was not cooperative. It was not a raid. They were serving valid process in accordance with the laws and constitution of the United States and the state of Florida, they did it with integrity, they did it with honor, and to say it's a raid uh, is, is disinformation 
and you guys need to drive. Excuse me. Sir, excuse me. I very excuse limited me. time. Excuse me. You guys need to look at facts and stop trying to feed narratives. I understand why you do it, but it's not supported I don't do by that, facts, sir. and so you should be better. I don't than do that, that sir. All right, thanks, everybody. Okay, I, I, I got dude was pissed. I, I I gotta give him props on that because everything he said is true. They the media has a narrative, and in the way they're using the word raid, they are trying to convey something other than what it was. And she shouldn't have done what she did. No, you know. But, Don't and, get me wrong. The state shouldn't have let kept her having access. And it's the it, it's the it's the whoever was the person that was supposed to get remove her access should be in trouble. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm sure uh, the but IT guy got a slap a on the wrist. Well, no, she committed a felony. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's still a stupid <laughs> thing to do. Hypothetically, I could have committed the same felony many, many times in my life. <laughs> Hypothetically. I right. could, could have. I didn't. You got to be smarter than I to not. I didn't. You got to be smarter than to not be using your own damn IP address. <laughs> but, right. Like, right, you, exactly. you put the, and then you're like, well, I didn't do it. She's not claiming. She's claiming she didn't do it. Right. She did it. She did. She, of course oh, she did Absolutely. It. Without question, to, 100% did it. Yeah. Yeah. But here's don't the thing. Don't get me wrong. She also has like a couple GoFundMe pages with like hundreds of thousands of dollars oh, I'm, now. Oh, I'm sure. Like the left but is giving her money. The ultimate irony is, the ultimate irony is the quote unquote falsified data, okay, that the state actually put out compared to the, you know, the real data that the whistleblower put out. It's like fucking nothing insignificant bullshit to begin with. Yeah. It's like. If you take it, and again, it's like this damn FedEx story. If you take it down to the reality of the situation, you realize that we're talking about nothing. Yeah. It's all insignificant. But yet it's just like these narratives. They just, in both directions, the narrative just keeps extending. And that's where DeSantis is right, that in this case, he was feeding his narrative, okay, which was completely unnecessary. Um, and now the media is feeding their narrative and he's pissed off about it because the whistleblower blew the whistle on him feeding his narrative. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just like, stop feeding narratives. Like just put the data out. Just, yeah. Just tell the fucking truth. Nobody tells the truth anymore. Yeah. And that's the craziest part. But yeah, so but that I, I, and this is, this story has got national. I mean, everybody's talking about oh, yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah. And most of the media wants to like Trump's gone, so DeSantis is like their new target. Yeah, at least in Florida, yeah. at least for now. Oh no, no, no. I think nationally, DeSantis is going to be like the new, um, you know, bad guy. So here's the thing, though. I like, take you, a look at the bad guy. If you look, if you watch that interview, though, like you got to like DeSantis is no Trump. Well, that's the thing. They're they're. I, I saw an article on this interview. In fact, I think it's in this interview, and it's they called him like Trump-like or something. Let's see if I can find it here. Like that is here's the thing. They're really. I hate to. Say, I don't know. I hate to say it this way, but if they're going to try to lump him in with the way that Trump acts, that DeSantis doesn't act anywhere like the way that Trump acts. DeSantis is much more of a of a politician. Oh, I could see myself as governor saying the exact same thing that DeSantis just said. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So like yeah, he's not. He's not like. Look, I don't agree with what he did. The stuff he did in the beginning, but there is definitely a lot more Sin- of things I agree oh, yeah. with him on than I disagree with. Oh him on. God, thank God that we're living in Florida with DeSantis right now. I again, DeSantis, he will never. You know, he he. He screwed the pooch early on. Yeah. When he shut us all down, he screwed the pooch. No doubt about it. But 
compared to what's going on in New York or California right now, you know what I'm saying? I, oh, yeah. Those places are, you know, they're lockdown is the appropriate word to use because that is synonymous with prison. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They California and New York are prisons right now. Yeah. So it, it, for all the, intents and purposes, the, the, the fact that you know we can move about Florida and optionally wear a mask places, you know, <laughs> compared to the rest of the country, hey, that's that's amazing. You know, and the thing is this: if you look at the numbers of deaths and stuff like that in Florida, like we're <sighs> actually not doing comparatively no. that bad at all. No. Right. Yeah. Our peak was in July. We're yeah. uh, we're kind of like you know. I mean, wrong, from it's, here. you know, it's getting. It, here's the thing: this thing still is going to work itself through the population, whether we like it or not, whether we want to admit it or not. It's still this 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 virus is still going to work itself through the population. It's just the way. And we say this thing. We say the same thing every week. And I and I know it, it probably annoys people, but like when you see this stuff in the headlines. I almost want to tell this every week to people. So at least the ones that are listening to the show don't think that they're the only ones and that they're insane. Because I'm sure that the audience is like, is thinking the same thing. Like they're they're like, man, I feel like I'm insane. And you know, I I don't even, I don't even totally fault the people who think that everything about it is a hoax because so much about it is bullshit that it's not a far leap to take it to there. I mean, I I don't believe that. They've treated it like it is a hoax. Yeah, exactly. You know, because they hide data. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they don't really bring the data forward. They bring the emotion of it forward. Right. Anybody that challenges the narrative is struck down instantly and punished in some way, shape, manner, or form. Like again, it's all the, like all the evidence of all the outer evidence of a hoax is what they're doing, even though we know it's not a hoax. Well, you know, and it seems like more and more people are figuring that out. New Jersey just came out with a study that 74% of people who are um, have been exposed supposedly to COVID do not cooperate with the contract uh, contact tracing. Yeah. You know, they're like, ah, fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm not doing that, which is wonderful. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, the fact that 74% is really good. It is really good. <laughs> like, that's a good number. That's, that's a great I thing. I was thinking like, I, I'd be happy if it's at least, you know, like if it was in the 60s. Like even in the 60s, I'd be okay with. But the fact that it's in the 70s, it's oh, even hell. better. I, I would have been impressed. If we can get that number in the third. 80s. Yeah, but the fact that it's, yeah, uh, three quarters of people are just not cooperating. Like they're going to government just like, nah. Nah, sorry. They're not doing it. <laughs> not happening. That is absolutely wonderful. And it's, uh, you know. Uh, Which also means that the 74% of people aren't scared of it either. Right, exactly. Exactly. And that's another good point is that you have, and that's why like when they when they do open things up, everybody goes. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you made that point the last couple of weeks and, and I'm, I, I'm like more like, well, the bars should be defying it and the, the, the venues should be defying it. Um, but, you know, what you're saying is true. The people are, Whenever they can, given the opportunity, they're going to be like the you know we're there you know, but they're they're just not as defiant as I would like them to be. Yeah, you know no, what I'm I saying. Get you. I get but you. But it's there. it's that's a good sign that the the defiance is starting to happen. But it, we don't have to worry about it anymore because uh, uh, there's a vaccine. Yeah, there is a vaccine <laughs> for it, and again, I I don't know how they're going to get people to take this vaccine. You know what? Here's there the are, thing. Okay, there's a certain amount of people automatically they're going to take it. Here's here's what I want to know. I I, I want to know from Trump supporters. Okay, so you have a, a a large percentage of Trump supporters who are like, "This is a hoax. I would never take the vaccine." You know, um, well. Here's what happened. The chief of the FDA was concerned that we're rushing this through too much and, you know, maybe we ought to put the brakes on a little bit, make sure it's safe and everything. 
And President Trump said, no, you're going to approve it today. This was yesterday or you're fired. (laughs) So the head of the FDA approved the Pfizer vaccine yesterday. Now, Trumpsters, the fact that your president has made the decision that it's safe, will you now take the virus? Or the vaccine. Pardon the pun. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Pardon the pun. <laughs> I think there's a chance it causes Bell palsy. Oh, I'm sure there is. I don't know. Look, we, we haven't studied this even closely. You know, there, there's not enough data. There's there's zero long-term effects known. Yeah. Because they can't know. And especially with the Moderna RNA uh, um, uh, vaccine. I mean, that is completely novel. I, this is the kind of thing that you should be testing for years before you release it. And they, they're not even, you know, they've tested it for a few months. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a completely different type of vaccine than than has ever been administered. This is a direct RNA vaccine. Is there any scenario in which you're taking that vaccine? No. None, right? Fuck no. No matter what. Either Look, one of them. I won't even take a flu shot. <laughs> because, you know what? risk versus reward and I trust my own immune system yeah you know what I'm saying I trust um, I don't know a million years of evolutionary defenses over some for-profit corporation uh, trying to make sure that I put their their stuff in me every every year I, I I'm going with evolution thanks yeah you know I'll take that risk and so there's no way in hell that I'm getting this vaccine. And the funny thing is, is, is you keep having these studies like the uh, what was it? The firefighters union. Yeah. Nationally did a poll. And uh, I think it was like uh, it, almost 60 percent of firefighters said they're not taking it. Sixty six percent of firefighters. It's not sixty six. It was almost 60. I want to say it was like 58 and change. But it was almost 60 uh, percent. Uh, if I'm recalling that correctly, I might have to look that up real quick. So, yeah. OK, so. I just, I do think it's funny that even, I think they said 40% of doctors weren't even going to take it. Like this is a number where you're looking at a pretty sizable amount of people, especially the ones in the, like if you're a doctor and you're, and you're 40% of those people aren't going to take the vaccine. Like, what does that even mean? Right. Right. That's what it was. Uh, 55% of New York firefighters uh, said they would not get the uh, COVID-19 vaccine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wait, hold on. When was that article done? Uh... Two days ago. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like if it was like a month ago, I'd be thinking one thing. Oh, I'm but... sorry. No, it's December 8th. So four days ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, four oh, days oh, ago. Well, then that My makes mistake. all the difference in the world. That's yeah. all the difference in the right. world. <laughs> four days ago? Right. And they said that they're, wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what There's I'm saying. way more people awake than you think there are sometimes. There, there really is. It just gives you some faith in humanity. It, it, it's starting to. It's starting to make me feel pretty good about it because, yeah, it, I guess my benchmark was like, what are people doing? Mm-hmm. You know, are they out there protesting? Are they out there, you know, actively doing anything? Which, full disclosure, me either. <laughs> well, you went out to a couple things. Not for the, oh, well, the, that was during the uh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I was out there protesting. But my point is, is I'm not out there saying, you know, holding a sign saying, say no to vaccines. I'm not out there, you know, actively barging. You're not an, you're not an active anti-vaxxer. I'm not a, no, and I'm not any of that you know i'm not out there saying open this place up i'm not well you don't have to here because everything's open (laughs) yeah but you you get my point i get your point though so i guess i really even though i wasn't doing those things i was assuming that other people would but now i'm i'm more comforted knowing that you know such the majority of people it, it appears are 
making the same risk versus reward decision that I have and said, you know what, I'll skip the vaccine. I don't trust something that's been rushed to market and, you know, could be more, you know, the cure could be worse than the disease potentially. Yeah. You know, um, Look, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think that having a vaccine out is not a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. Right. And I think that there's people out there that have multiple comorbidities that if they were to get this disease, that there is a better chance of them dying to where maybe the, the, maybe the if you look at your own risk reward right. scenario, yeah. that taking the, the vaccine would be something that you should do. Exactly. There, there's, I'm sure there are, you know, uh, segments of the population uh under certain conditions where the vaccine, uh, the reward clearly outweighs the risk. Yeah. But I don't think that's true for the majority of, of people. That's right. That's you know? right. That's right. Yeah. I, I don't think so either. And that's yeah. why, look, in the people that are the ones that are scared in their houses right now, that can't leave their house unless they get this vaccine. Right. If the vaccine is what the, is the thing that will get you to be able to leave your house, right. then take the freaking vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know actually some of those people are actually scared of the vaccine too. I think they're just never leaving their houses anymore anyway. I think my mom's one of them. Oh, really? Yeah, probably so. I just, I don't, like, you're, it, it, whatever, man. Whatever you got to do, I guess. It just sucks because, like, th- there's always something out there that's going to hurt, that can hurt you. Like, yeah. it's, it's, there's always something out there, man. Like, it's, you got to live life. That is one of the funny things about uh, the human brain is that we tend to amplify risks, um, natively. And I guess it's a survival mechanism. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. like if you're out in the, on the savanna and a lion could be out there going to eat you, you're thinking every five minutes, you know, hey, sir, is that a lion? Is that a lion? You know, is that a lion? When the reality is that the, the odds of getting eaten by that lion are probably so insignificant that you probably shouldn't even worry about it. I mean, be a little prepared, but you don't need to have it an active part of your reality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know you're and, saying. And, and, and I think that's what happens. And it, a lot of studies have been done that, that, you know, risk aversion, FUD, you know, that sort of thing, fear, uncertainty, doubt are really motivating factors. And, and you know, it, that coupled with the media lying to you nonstop, it's, it's, it's reasonable to see how certain people would fall into that trap, you know, of just being terrified right now. Yeah, I mean the media has ramped it up to a point of oh God, you know, like if you wa- if you watch the news, you're not going to get your Christmas packages because of the you know the the yeah. <laughs> vaccine. Like shipments. if you watch the news with any with any like with any amount of time, it, it really and all of them are trying in different ways to scare the shit out of you. Yeah, but you just got to stop. You know what it is? You just got to turn it off and stop watching. Like just get the headlines. Like just get, you can't even do that. No, the headlines lie. No, no, you what can, I mean by that is like you get those little clips, you can get little five minute clips that just go over the highlights of the news and stuff like that. Those are even worse. Well, no, no, no. Here's, if you, if the, you get those, if you just do those, then what happens is you can be much more discerning because you're you most of your day is filled up with other things. Oh, I see what you're saying. You I, I mean, it, it, it's not that constant. The reality bam, of the bam, situation bam. is that it to order in order to be properly informed, you have to read five different articles on the exact same topic and then research the facts. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not kidding. I mean, that's really what it is. Cause there's been situations where I've, I've, you know, taken one article and said, eh, that seems a little, let me read a couple more articles on it. And like in paragraph 18, in the fourth article I read on it, there was like this one aha thing that led me down another path that was like, oh, well, there's the real story right there. And none of the rest of it else mattered. And that's what's so frustrating. Yeah. 
Yeah, infuriating. It's not even frustrating. It's infuriating mm-hmm. um, that you know the the media has is just so driven by agendas, each of their own agendas. It's not like some global conspiracy thing. It's everybody yeah. has their own agenda. It's like it's like at some point in the past. I don't know a few years. It seems in all reality. All journalists just decided that the facts no longer matter and I'm just on my own path and I'm going to do what I think and I'm going to I'm going to create the story that I want people to read. Well, and at the end of the day, what the what the what the what the television companies want is for you to continue to watch it right. all the time. Oh yeah. And whatever that whatever it takes for that to happen is what they're going to do. But I don't think it's I, I think profit uh motive is a a big portion of it, especially for like the TV news. Um, and especially like for a lot of the websites that, you know, clickbait you through eight pages. So you see yeah. eight pages of ads. Um, but I also think that there's been a fundamental shift in journalists as well. Well, that's true too, but that's just much more. Now they're activists. Though. Yes. All journalists are activists. Now there are very few people that are just pure journalists that say, look, I'm going to completely un. I'm going to take my personal biases and put them aside. I'm going to put in the work to put my personal biases aside and just tell you what happened or what is happening. Yeah. And you let know? you make the decision yourself. Right. Like nobody that in used the media, to be everybody yeah. in the media, nobody in the media wants you to make a decision yourself. They want to feed you a narrative so that they will, they, that you will make a decision that yeah. They want you to make. Uh, that's exactly correct. Yes. They want to lead you to a conclusion. Yes. 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 And and that's exactly what we were talking about in the whistleblower story. Mm-hmm. You know, and both sides were doing it. Yeah. You know, I think in that case, I, I actually sided slightly more with the, the government on that one. But, uh, you well, know, no, you sided more with DeSantis on that one. Well, yeah, he's the head of the state. I government. understand that he's. But that woman also was working for the government. Right. So she was government, too. Yeah, right. that's true. They were both trying to manipulate government data to lead you to. Yeah, I, I, I can't. But, but at the end of the day, though, I do think that. Look, I think that the guy that's in charge is the one that gets to pick the stuff going out there, though. Right. Look, yeah. And I do think that DeSantis is much, and, and again, not to give him credit, but I do think that what they've been trying to put out is much more accurate than what than than what these other people are putting out there. Well, and they're bad because well, you didn't highlight this 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 thing right here of this number, and it's like, but but that doesn't it doesn't matter as much, right? You right. know, well, you know, it's it's again, government is just taking power that they don't have, and here's another example of that. Um, in New York. There's actually pending legislation that could make the COVID-19 vaccine mandatory. <laughs> How do they even do that? Well, it's what in, authority? Well, it's in Florida, too, though. Under the no. emergency, oh, no, it's already here. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's already here. Under the emergency at like a, the Emergency Powers Act or something along those lines is that they can make the man that they can make vaccines. Oh, yeah. Mandatory. Yeah. We talked about that some time back. Sabatini actually filed a bill for this session coming up to remove that. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they can. Anthony Sabatini, Representative Sabatini, again, don't agree with him on everything all the time. He's right on that. Boy, he is. Yeah. And he goes after stuff that you're like, okay, I need some. We need somebody to put that bill forward. Yeah. Uh, How are they going to do that? That's what I want to know. And and that's one of the things they'd that they'd never be able to enact. It. And, and it's in there, but it's not. You'd have to. You'd have gonna, to use force. You'd have to. You'd have to use force, oh, and yeah. you would have to become violent to make people to do that. They probably you know. did it when Chris was in office. Well, you know what they do? <laughs> you know, they would tie it to like driver's licenses or something. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's what they do. Oh, you want to renew your driver's license? You have to show proof of vaccination. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. You no, know, no, if they, and then if you don't get, you don't renew your driver's license, you keep driving, you're good to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's they will do something like, like real that. ID. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. And that's how they do it. That's why, folks, you should you should resist anything that is considered a license because what a license really means is they're giving... Do you got the gold star yet? I had to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got it years ago. You know, well, what am I going to do? You know? Hell, well, you already fought it. I mean, you did go to jail for it. I, I, I don't even want to go into that. But yeah, yeah, I went to jail twice for it. Um do arrest three convictions. <laughs> Finally gave up. I, I was not going to. When, when the last judge told me that I could not use a constitutional argument to defend myself, I was just like, then what's the point? Yeah. You know. Anyway, but that's what they're doing here. You know, they will eventually, I, and hopefully they don't do it in Florida, and hopefully Sabatini's bill to remove that clause of the Emergency Powers Act or whatever, uh, you know, is goes through. But in New York, they're doing the same thing. And there will be places in this country where they make it mandatory. And I don't think that we've gone far enough down the path where they're actually going to resort to violence to doing it. But in a way, they will. Because like I said, they will tie it to some other thing. Like you can't go to school. Uh, you can't go in, like you, you said, we, federal buildings. Yep. You know, which who gives a shit about that? I don't want yeah. to go into a vital building but ever. I, that, but that's what they're going to do, though. I, I bet eventually they tie it to driver's licenses. And eventually, for a lot of people, that will lead to them being put in a cage because, you know, they have to continue to drive. And they're, they're going to tie gonna, it to your insurance. And they'll, yeah, they'll tie it. Like oh, health insurance oh, your health insurance. Life insurance. Yeah, they won't give you like health that. insurance yeah. if you don't have the vaccine. Yeah, exactly. That's how, I mean, I think that's really either. how they're going to do it. They might. They might. They're, they're going to do it to something that they're, they're going to tie it to something that you think, well, you think you need to survive. Um, but, uh, you know, and that's how they'll, they'll it's just insanity. It, it's just such insanity. This, folks, is why you need to abolish the government, period. We're just better off without it. Each day goes by is even I get closer and closer to, to <laughs> right. that. I really do. Like, I really don't want to be an anarchist. Like, I don't. I want to think I that we can have a government that yeah. would, that could work. And what do they do? But, good? It just, but every time they fuck something up. They don't do anything right. They, it seems like every time they... And most of what they do is evil in my book. Oh, they, there's a ton of things that they do. And it's, and it's filled with authoritarian psychopaths that love their fucking power. Right. Right. It really does come down to that. You know what? Here's the thing. Look, you ran for office, right? Mm-hmm. You ran to run, want to be governor of Florida. And you ran for like city council back in the day too. Right. I ran for office. We really did ideologically, you know, we wanted to change the world and to for the government to leave people alone. Right. Right. But what we figured is we don't really want the power though. No. God, no. We went... It, we did these things to take power away from government. I mean, that was, if you had to encapsulate what our objective was in trying to get into government, it was to reduce the power of government. Yeah. You it know? was to reduce the power of the job we were going for. Yes. Yes. But, but wanting that power and wanting to wield that power is the motivation that these people have right. to continue to do what they do. And we lack that motivation, right. which means that we lack the ability for the longevity that's required in order to run for these offices and to, in essence, sell your soul to rock and roll in order to make it happen. Right. Because that's what you have to do. Look, in order to do this, you really have to, I don't want to say sell your soul, probably not the right word for it, but you got to play ball to right. get to a position where you can change shit. It's like the ring, man. 
Yeah. It, it's the ring. Mm-hmm. And and we're a couple of Frodo Baggins, man. You, you you get the ring and you know you just want the power. You don't want to throw it down a, the the volcano in Mordor. And it's know? tempting as shit, by the way. It I could see where it would be a shit. Oh, well, I don't know. I've never actually had any power, so I don't know. Well, what no, it's no. Like, what I'm saying is, like, you, I can imagine when you, it would get in, be. when you get in those when you get in those halls and you start talking to these people, man. It's you know, it's 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 weird, man. It's really weird. Eh. I, I see. I don't going, have that. I don't have that. I get in those halls and all I want to do is burn it down. Every time I've ever been in Tallahassee, every time I've ever been in the Capitol building, anytime I've been to these places, it's just like all I want to do is strike a match. You, you know, know, here's the okay, here's the thing. And this is going to sound a this going to sound weird to say it this way. I've spent enough time in their offices when the public is coming in there to talk to them. Right. To at least have a slight amount of sympathy for what they do up there in the fact that you have the vast majority of the public coming in there to telling you to do these things. Yeah. Right. Like they're not like there, there are public constituencies that are constantly going up there telling them that they need to pass this law. They need to pass oh. this law. They need to give them money there. They Look, need, people need help here. People need help here. It's, it's all the time and it's constant. When we were in Tallahassee, we were the only ones that were actual lobbyists right. telling them to not do stuff. Yeah. Everybody else is telling them for the most part to do something for them. Yeah. We're the, we were the only ones up there telling them. And look, we punched way above our weight when it came to this. Right. Like we were really punching above our weight because we were not nearly as like powerful as they thought you were. Oh yeah. yeah. We were definitely not nearly as good as they thought we well, were. Well, you were moving the needle though. So that, that's well, no, what we makes were you moving power. The needle. We know yeah. we were moving. And here's the thing. If we were to get at least, if we would have gotten more support yeah, and we would be able to actually fully fund the operation to go up there and do that. We would, we would have moved the needle more, but it would, you can never stop though. That's the thing you can never ever stop because the other people that are asking them to do things are always there. Oh yeah. They're there now. And like, they're always going to be there. You have to have that, 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 you have to have that force of people up there that are going to be consistent all the time. But the problem is, is that wanting to be left alone means you don't want to go up there all right. the time. Oh, that's why I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it because, and, and you know, I, I did it with you to a very, very limited extent. You know, I did a little bit of lobbying up there, but not much. And, and most of it, you couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't depend on you for a full day. I couldn't hack it, man. I know. It, oh, no, I'm not blaming it, you. Yeah. For that. It's, it's, yeah, it wasn't a laziness or anything like that. It was like, I, I, it, it, you were going to haul off and punch somebody in the face by the end of the day. I probably not that extreme, but you know, I, I just make you stay till the end of the day. And that probably was, what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I, I was generally out by noon. It's like, I'm just going to go. Yeah, I'm disgusted. I'm going to get, go sit on the grass for four hours somewhere. Yes. <laughs> I'll be on the grass. <laughs> you know? Find me when you're done. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, and, and it, it wasn't because of, anything other than the fact that I would keep coming back to the concept that why do these people even have this power? Why does this power even exist? And see, that was the, the, the thing I always brought it to. It wasn't like a fight between, you know, do it or not do it. It was like, this shouldn't exist. Yes. You know, and that's where I always kept coming. And I wasn't even an anarchist then. I was still a libertarian then. Um, but I get what you're saying, man, because now I'm doing all these town hall meetings. 
right? Mm-hmm. Because as an IT guy, I go into all these municipalities and set them up so that it can Skype and be on this whole thing. And I have the audio and video and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, or not Skype, Zoom. Everybody's using Zoom. Um, but, uh, you know, so I'm setting these up for all these town halls. So part of that is to, you know, be sitting there through the town hall meeting uh, on standby in case something goes wrong. I, you know, I'll fix it. Any technical glitches I'm there to take care of, you know, make sure the levels are right and all that yeah. stuff. Um, and it is just a litany of people wanting to use force to punish their neighbors. Yes. I, I mean, it's, <laughs> that's what it is. And then it's like, I was, God, I, I, I hope I don't get fired for this or lose clients for this. But, you know, I was in one the other night and it was, uh, basically they were suspending a lot of their rules and things like that because of the tropical storm and you know stuff happened and they're like okay we're going to suspend these things we're going to suspend these things and so that you know because we don't want to place any undue burden on people during these times so they're trying to do a good thing but my thinking was but you're okay with placing that burden on people all the rest of the time it's like just this one time now you're going to lift that burden but you your existence is just to be a burden. That is your purpose. You have no other function but to be a burden on people. And to apparently to be an outlet where people can punish their neighbors. That really is... And, and, it's like yeah. HOA with guns. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it really is. And that's... I, I just... It's getting harder and harder for me. <laughs> it really is. And I just don't though, see the world the same the, as other people but anymore. The people, but here's the thing, though. These people want this. Yeah. The people want it. And How? they want it Why? enough because they you know what? Because they they uh, I, look I can't really I don't really know the answer to this question other than what 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 I have I have I have an assumption or I have a, a, a theory. And the theory is is that most people are so insecure and so scared and can't fight for themselves that they want to be able to go up to a place that will fight for them, that yeah. will speak for them, that will speak for the, for the voiceless. Where if you and me, because me and you don't feel as if, like, like we don't feel like we're... We're not afraid of life. Yeah, yeah. And so many people are. And I think that that's why they look to government. Yeah. Because they, they, they're looking for someone to be their protector because they don't they feel as if they a they need a protector and b that this person will be their protector. They want government is, to protect them from the lion that must be hiding in the grass. I know that lion is hiding out there in the grass when really there's no lion to be found. Well, no, no, there might be a lion out there, but the lion ain't looking for you. Right. I mean, the lion might eat you, but the might more than likely the lion's not going to eat you. You know what I mean? And you may be a lion one time eating someone else. Like it, it's right. just like it, it's you know it. I think that's why you continue to see it because when you look, when I talk to people a lot of times and I just like, well, why don't you want to be left alone? They do want to be left alone, but these other people don't. Right. And they're going to do something to me. Right. The other side is going to get me. And I've been told that the other side's going to get me. Uh, We've said it a thousand times. All politics is politics is based on fear. Yes. You know, and one way or another. And generally people on the right are afraid of other people that aren't like them, mm-hmm. okay? And generally people on the left are afraid of their ability to care for themselves. 
They're afraid of others' ability to care for themselves. No, no, no. no. They're, they don't trust themselves to take care of themselves. So they want somebody else to take care of them. And people on the right are afraid of those different people coming to get them. Yeah. You know, take their stuff. You know, that's and, and that's rea- in reality the difference. So politics is just really, you know, playing on your fears. And you can only play on one set of fears or the other. And that's what separates and the, left from right. And, and that's why there's only two uh, different political uh, parties. Yeah. And know? that's also why the, the <laughs> that's why libertarians will never win elections. Because we're out there saying, don't be afraid. Yeah. You know? And nobody no, wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that yeah, shit. Yeah, because they're afraid. <laughs> Who wants to fucking hear that shit? <laughs> right. That doesn't sell fucking newspapers. <sighs> I'm telling you, It doesn't you, sell shit, man. It, it does not. It does not sell a fucking thing. And that's... Look, it, it's the funny... like. When you think about it, though, it's the funny part is that there was a Doug Stanhope. um, He did a he did a comedy routine about, you know, that he was like, all I do is come up here and and point out shit. But nobody ever fucking listens. Right. Right. So he's like, you ever notice over there that there's food and, you know, and he was doing this comedy skit and people are just nobody's eating it correctly. Like they're shoving the (laughs) tortillas up their ass instead. And it's like if you would just eat it, you know, you know, (laughs) right. Because he was like, if you bring up marriage, like there's this fight over gay marriage. He's like, why is marriage a government thing anyway? Right. The answer to like in this big cultural warfare fight of marriage about gay marriage or not gay marriage or anything. Why is the government involved, period, is right. the actual answer to the question. But nobody wants the answer to that question. Right. Like, because everybody's still going to do it. Like, why? Like, how That's many, a question you should ask yourself about everything. That's right. You take that same thing to why is every government category. Involved? Yeah. yeah. Why is the government involved? And the answer in pretty much in 100% of cases for me is it shouldn't be. Yeah, because you know? both sides actually, what they really want is both sides want to use the force of government to force the other side to acknowledge that they are right. <laughs> that sounds like a winning uh, winning plan, doesn't it? I guess so. Well, folks, uh, we got much more in the uh, second hour, so yeah. uh, if you'd like The United to- Federated of Panelists is real, Border Water World, the land of the dead water world, and sunstorms are coming, and if you want to go there... Patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. We'll see you there.